0: Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized, the podcast that focuses on helping you create space to attract more money, love, and happiness in your life. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you are having a great start to your week. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please leave a review so I can continue bringing you episodes each week. In this episode, I am so excited because I am joined with Beth Macy with our year-end discussion on Simple Living. I will also be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and my book suggestion for the week. And for the question for the week, please share one accomplishment you are proud of for 2021. Did you get it? a certificational license, did you learn how to cook a special dish, did you do a marathon, did you just walk around the block, I would love to know. Living simple, living simple is a sign that we finally escaped the clutter, resisted the temptation of so many things around us, refined our life to the point where we can say that we have evolved living simple, we tend to enjoy the moment more and therefore indeed lead a happier and healthier life, which is why I so much enjoy my year in conversation with Beth Macy. Beth has been a successful consultant in the high technology sector, having worked for such companies as Ludus Development, Apple Computer and IBM. She has had a career as a high tech CTO mathematics teacher, an officer in the U.S. Navy, licensed medical health counselor, a personal trainer, a programmer, an artist, a videographer, and an author. Beth is talented artist. With her works and collections from New York to Australia, Beth's creativity extends into many areas. Writing, videography, stained glass, oil paintings, acrylics. Beth is focusing on her creativity as she transitioned into the next stage of her life. Her first book, Let's Learn Metrics and More, a programmed learning mathematics book was used in a high school in the 1980s. Her second book, Many Years, Many Wars, is a self-published book that simultaneously explores the loss of a parent and the intricacies of the tumultuous mother-daughter relationship while discovering her parents' lives in the Middle East in 1949. Her third book is an open-source book on software development, Mindful Scrum. Beth has now written a spy novel trilogy, which is currently being edited in preparation for, in preparation for finding a publisher, which I believe she already has. And Mike, excuse me, and Moscow Nights returns, Moscow Misdirection, and Moscow Madness. Beth through her years as a therapist, her background in the Navy, her work with corporations, her extensive travel, and her eclectic background, she brings us into the books and the lives of the characters within. She tends to continue writing and stay tuned for whatever next comes out of her brain. So now I am going to bring you my year in conversation with Beth Macy. Well, listeners, it is the last podcast for 2021, and I'm excited. You know why I'm excited? Because Beth Macy is back, and we're going to have a conversation about simple living in the new year, but also just like what we've learned over this past year. So, Beth, thank you so much for
1: joining. Oh, thank you, Janet. I'm so excited about this. I look forward to this every year. Um, It's so much fun.
0: So before we get started in that conversation, so are there any kind of new projects you've been working on? I know you've been working on books, a series of books. I Mm -hmm, mean, mm -hmm, anything mm -hmm. else?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, as you said, I've been working on a a spy novel trilogy. Um, Unfortunately, with the pandemic and everything going on, my editor is only on book two and I've written book three, so... (laughs) (laughs) where it's going to be a, a while it's going to be delayed um so uh and it's actually lucky these things are fortunate in a way because i'm having my windows replaced in my house which means of course i have to declutter and and clean rooms and paint trim and paint walls and and um you know it's i it's i'm getting a new house inside and out but it's it's just been an amazing process to me, and, and another reason why I was just psyched waiting for this conversation, because the decluttering is like layers of the onion. You know, you go through once, right? And you think, oh, wow, I've gone through that room, I've gone through this, and then and then it's like, oh, no, whoosh, you're around again doing it. And and what I found, for me, it was a, a big breakthrough of when you look at, like, even just doing the whole room, Overwhelming. Oh my God! You know I've lived here since 1990, so <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. And, but instead of saying, "Oh, I got to do this whole room," I'd I'd say, "I'm going to do this area. Just focus on this one little area." So, uh, you know, the the last I don't know how many months he's been working on the house since July. So I must have started this in June. Uh, <laughs> it's been the room after room back, room after room back. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Well, and so I that think takes... of you every time I declutter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's nice. So that kind of takes me into my question because I want to know, you know, now that we're kind of like 20 months in this pandemic, what has all of this taught you? Like, what would you kind of share with the Beth of maybe February 2020? You know, mm. now that you know this, and we've gone through this, and um, you know, just about our stuff and buying in bulk and you know, doing all this stuff. Like, is there something you would tell that Beth? Like, look, Beth, you don't need to be holding on to this, that, or is there something specific you think you would be able to tell her or yourself?
1: I, I think there there has been a letting go of stuff for me. Um, that the importance has been on people and relationships, especially because. You know, I do mainly virtual meetings, a few outdoor meetings, but it's not the social life that it was before then. And I think holding on to the people that are important has shifted my focus from holding on to the stuff. It doesn't matter as much anymore.
0: And you know, you're right because one of the things, well, I've been going, I always go through my stuff, back, But one of the things i realized is I'm always telling people 80% of the stuff we keep, we never reference again. And as I was going <laughs> through my stuff, I came across those report cards from the third grade. And I'm thinking, why am I holding on to this? I mean, now I know why my mother held on to it because she was just, you know, the mm-hmm. attendance, the good grades. But I'm thinking nobody cares. Now, Beth and if they do why do you care what my grades were what my attendance was in the third grade now I will admit there's those little kind of certificates that you get in elementary school I'm still holding on to those I haven't let those go but those <laughs> report all of those report cards from the first grade through the 12th grade it was like you know what I don't need them anymore
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I look at at stuff similar to that that's um, you know, I've been holding on to thinking, someone might like to see this um, later. And it's, it's like, really? No, someone's going to come into this house and with a dumpster out front, and, and there it goes. So so now I'm looking at and saying, who might like this now, if it's something that, that I think someone might like. Like I have my uh, grandfather's Blue Jacket Manual from the Navy, and I was in the Navy, he was in the Navy, and no one else in my family has served, but the kid out back joined the Navy, and he loves the Navy, and he's going to be a lifer, so I am going to gift him that Blue Jacket Manual because he's carrying on that tradition. You know, the, the my family will get other things from the, the family, mm-hmm. but that will be more meaningful to him. Than to anyone else in in my family.
0: Yeah, and the same thing with me. I I had all of these albums. It was well, it wasn't a lot. It was a few. I had Michael Jackson, Tina Turner, um, and there okay. was a few uh, Prince. Oh, and I'll have to share the story about Prince with you. So I was not. I don't have a turntable, and I was like, okay, what am I going to do? And then after having a conversation with my best friend, she says, well, you know, she said my godson. She said, you know, he likes collecting them. And I said, really? So I said, okay, I'm going to give them all to him. And she says, but Prince too, I said, I said, first of all, you don't have a turntable. (laughs) And I says, what are you going to do with the album but just hold it? And I said, I want him to have everything. And then she showed me a picture of how he displayed the albums and the covers on his this wall. And I'm just finding out that 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 his generation or his age group, the 25-year-olds, they are really collecting those finals. So that was one thing I gave away. And then I was going through all the letters I wrote to my best friend when we were in college. And they were very interesting in regards to one said that Hey, I went on a shopping spree, bought some clothes. Now, mind you, we went to cl- we went to college in the eighties, and I spent fifty dollars. Oh wow, I spent so much money. And I told her, I said, I want you to take these letters, and I want you to give them to your daughter, just to let her know that yes, she's at a place right now where you know she's she's finishing school, going to grad school, and she's going to be looking at her money. But it there is another side to all of this where you're going to look back and laugh at thinking you spent money back then. I said, do you know? how much, he, I said, do you know how much money you spend now on clothes? So it was just <laughs> and you're right, it's just like getting rid of some because I'm like, like you said, somebody's going to come through here, go through stuff, trash this, read that, whatever, just get rid of stuff. Get rid of it. that yeah. 80% we never reference again.
1: Yeah, I, I a, a friend of mine um, was uh, 89 years old and she died in 2020 and um, her place uh, even though she had been cleaning out the final year, it just was appalling, you know, what, what was in there. And um, having seen that, I don't want someone walking in and seeing that, you know, I have 200 t-shirts in my t-shirt drawer, right? <laughs> it's like, who needs all those, right? <laughs> and But she also gave me, um, the last year she was here, she mm-hmm. gave me a bunch of quarters and half dollars and so forth because um, she had collected them, and she knew that at one point in time I had collected them. Uh, so what I did is I looked through it. There, of course, was nothing valuable, but I kept one of each because I remembered at one point you had told me a story about keeping one piece of a china set, right? Um, as and that's all you need, and that's all I needed was to to have that as a memento of remembering that that she gave me these things.
0: Mm -hmm. And it was a, it was after my mother had passed and my aunt told me to look at the china and i thought i'm like okay Mm -hmm. what is she talking about she said i want you to carefully look at all the pieces of the china so the set of four became a set of two because of the cracks chips and that's all i really need is i need a set of two because you know when i do entertain i'm not pulling out the good china we're getting the maybe the nicer paper plates and things like that disposable Mm -hmm. things i know you know but i do that's that's how i entertain so i didn't need all of that so you know and someone shared with me that they were married at least 50 years and they never used anything. And all of those wonderful gifts Mm. people gave them for uh, weddings and things, they never used it. So, you know, and one client shared with me that she got rid of her everyday dishes and she started using a good china every day.
1: I love that. I love that. I really do. You know, because one other thing I've done this year is started to say... Why do I have the good dishes here and the everyday dishes here? Why not start bringing out the good dishes and using them? You know, and and what joy. It's like I bought these. Some of them I bought when I was over in England, and and they, they were made by an artist, and they're really wonderful. Well, you know, use them. If they get chipped, if they get broken, so what? I've enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. rather than my cupboard enjoying them <laughs> and
0: that is true and actually I have a friend who decided that she was going to wear all her clothes throughout the pandemic because she wasn't going out but she said when I show up I'm gonna just I'm gonna be fully dressed and I said you know that's mm-hmm. a good idea because most of the stuff people just have hanging 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 in the closet so Beth what are some things are you going to do maybe some things a little bit more simpler in like the new year I mean, you're already living a simple life. You're already getting rid of things. Are there just some things that maybe you did this year that you're going to just kind of continue into the next year?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, the one thing that that I had grasped onto, uh, I think it was either last year or the year before, was when I bring something in, I need to get rid of something. And and that's been wonderful because it's kept things net-net. Now what I want to do is continue the circling around and and weeding out, the bookcase behind me used to be double-stacked, <laughs> right? <laughs> I <It> was like... <laughs> and, and I've gone through them and said, so why am I keeping these books? And there are a bunch in there still that I'm keeping because it was so hard to learn that stuff. hmm <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. But I understand.
1: I'm not going to open it again. I'm not going to relearn organic chemistry. I mean... <laughs> I'm at that. <laughs> You're like calculus
0: and all those other wonderful subjects that yeah. we were just so happy to finish.
1: Yeah, it's like, okay, so now the books can leave. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's that's going to continue to be a focus. I retired in uh, January of this year from high tech. And I'm doing more personal training with people. Um, and I'm keeping my therapy license. And, and I want to write more books. And look at uh, doing things that um, are helping others, but also joyful to me. And while I do that, going through this house again and again (laughs) and again. (laughs) <laughs> um, well, I can finally see my desk. Well, that's I mean, wonderful. That's, that's... That is
0: wonderful. So do you see, do you find that as you get rid of stuff, does that allow you to be more creative? Does it free your mind? Yeah. And your are okay.
1: Yes. My studio, I have a, a a large studio upstairs for my stained glass and for my oil painting.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: my studio had gotten so much stuff in it of that, you know, I might do a project with this. Um, well, there's only so many projects I'm going to do, and so I went through everything with what projects do I really speak to me, and the rest can can go. I don't need to be to have all that junk there. And what I notice is now I have workspace. <laughs> You know, it's like, yay! Look at this, and and space to move, and I can get to the windows. I mean, at it, it, the studio was the worst room in, in the house because it was, you know, the artist place of, mm-hmm. of hoarding things that I might might use someday for some sort mm-hmm. of sculpture or art project or whatever. And 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 it's like, no, I probably won't use all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so get, and I got rid of dupes of stuff because if I make something that's creative it will be a one of a kind. Uh, I won't use that type of stuff again in something else. Everything that I do Ooh. my stained glasses are all new designs. Um so and, and I was holding on to little shards of stained glass because I might make mosaics sometime. No. No, you're not. <laughs> you haven't done it in the past 10 years. You're not going to do it in the next 10 years like go with the mosaic stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know, and that was just something interesting you just said. You said because you create one-of-a-kind pieces, you're not going to use those things again. I mean, that is really a good tip for all the creative people who are listening. It's like, especially when you create those unique pieces, it's like, okay, I've done it. Now I need to let go of that stuff. I need to donate or do whatever. And one of the things, when you mentioned the book I love in our community, and you may have it in yours, we have those, those little libraries, those three little libraries where people can actually put free books in. <laughs> I mean not pre put books in that they no longer want and then somebody can go through and see if they want it and they can take it home and read it. I love that cuz it allows you just kind of keep things recycling. You don't necessarily have to throw out a good book. So
1: here uh it's amazing because you you put things by the side of the road with a free sign on them and you know, boom, they're they're gone. It's it's a slower process with the pandemic because it's mainly people that know you and know, "Oh, yeah."
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I
1: know Beth, I know how she lives, I can take this stuff. Um, but I, I was holding on to things in, in case the nephews who are now in their 20s and 30s uh want, might want to play with them. So,
0: oh, yeah, like... I, I went through that, I went through that, Beth. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> My dollhouse, my Noah's Ark, the dollhouse, I'm thinking, oh, you know what? I'm gonna keep this because I'm gonna have a daughter. That didn't happen. I had a goddaughter. She didn't want it. So it was finally, I think I must have been in my forties, something's close to yeah. I was like, you know what? I need to get rid of this. I need to let it go. And of course, what motivated me was I was looking on something on eBay and the dining room set they were selling for $20. I said, wait a minute, I've got the whole house, the family, the car, the dog. (laughs) I'm like, you are getting sold. So, and I had the original, and because I had watched so many of those shows, I had the original box. I had no idea that the blue box was that pot? I had the original box so yeah so all of you listeners out there you know you may have some gold mines you're holding on to that you will never play with again so so that do you have any like hacks or tips because I know sometimes I follow you and you you know you have that little hack when you be- you were playing with the dog and getting him you know get his little <laughs> exercise going but you I think you were doing getting yours <laughs> in as well <laughs>
1: well you know i i i think you know looking at especially since uh the last since the pandemic things have been uh rather depressing and stressful um and so looking at what things are i know there's that book of what things are bringing you joy um and it's not really i don't go oh wow look this brings me joy um but uh, it's really when you look at it, you get a feeling of, yeah, that's useful, or yeah, I can use it again. And to let go of that, but I might need it sometime. Recently, I did throw out something that two weeks later, of course, I needed. But so what? <laughs> right? I I found something else that I could use instead, and and it worked. It's not the end of the world. If you throw out a paper clip or, or, you know, a a pad of paper or something that you might use again, Um, and for me as a creative person, there's a lot of stuff in this house that I might use again. So what? (laughs) You know, because, you know, 90% of that stuff I won't use again. It's a very small percentage of stuff I've found that that I actually do need. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. like I, I had fishing wire and and i hadn't used it i used to use it to tie up the christmas tree i hadn't had a christmas tree for i think six or seven years and so when i was cleaning out the tool area i threw out the the fishing wire well this year what did i do i got a christmas tree (laughs) and i i needed to tie it because of the cats right but i I have a very nice light white string and it you can't Mm -hmm. from here i can see the tree i can't see the string so so what right
0: throw it out yep 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 you're right because I used to I used to really be into crafts and sewing and one day I said you know this is not something I'm going to ever do again so I knew a young woman who was really getting into sewing she was getting into design so I gave her all my stuff and in that process I realized I probably gave her something which is called a seam ripper but mm-hmm. I said, you yep. know what? I'm like, okay, I don't have to seam ripper, but I do know how to rip a seam out with some scissors. So it was, and you're right. It's like, you know what? I let go of it and it's okay. And one woman shared with me, she said, people here in the United States, they get so stressed because sometimes they get rid of a piece of paper that they think is valuable, this, that, and the other. She says, but here, you can always get another copy. She said, because in the country where she came from, and I'm not sure where, she said, Mm -hmm. We don't have, we, she said, first of all, we don't even have paper trails. So even to ask for a copy of something is just useless. She says, so, you know, people here, you can always call this person or go online or do this. And I said, wow, she, she is right about that. It may take a moment, but you can always get a copy of something. So, yeah, well, Beth, you know, my conversation with you, I just enjoy it. I look forward to it um
1: so I too. so how can <laughs> you listeners, inspire me
0: well thank you thank you so much um so how can listeners get in contact with you specifically if they want to you know stay you know in touch and regard that series that series that you're writing oh it sounds so exciting
1: <laughs> well there's a website for uh the the first book um and i confess as you know i do my own websites so i need to a couple of more websites for the other two books and connect them. But um, it's uh, Moscow night with an S return. Um, uh, dot com. And so um, they can always go on there. Um, they can uh, always contact me at uh, BHM. Those are my initials. Consulting.net. So it's Beth at BHM consulting.net. Um, so, um, and I'm on, I'm on uh, Twitter under Beth Macy, as you know. Um, and, <laughs> uh, but. And,
0: and, of course, listeners, you know, I will have direct links to all of Beth's websites. So you can, you know, connect with her regarding the books, or you can just connect with her regarding anything else. Well, Beth, oh, thank you so much. Another year. I want to wish you a happy new year.
1: Oh yes! Uh, uh, happy holidays, happy new year. Um, you know, I do fully believe that twenty twenty two is going to improve uh, even even more.
0: And I am believing you, and I'm believing it as well, Beth. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you. It's, it really is a joy. Thank you.
0: So, what tip, strategy, nugget did you get from my conversation? Just simple living um, with Beth Macy. I would love for you either to leave me a voicemail, because remember, you can do that, or you can just comment below if you see this on social media. So now we want to move into Taylor's Tip time. And, you know, some of the things you may want to work towards in 2022. And in order to do that, I just wanted to share a few strategies on how you can do that. Number one, did you know, and you've heard me say this before, one hour per week on organizing will give you 52 hours on whatever project you need to focus on. 15 minutes of planning, just 15, will save you an hour on whatever you want to do. One hour of planning saves you three to four hours in execution. Before you say yes, count to 10 or count to five, whatever, before you actually say yes, because I want you to start thinking of everything you already have on your existing schedule. And number five, schedule time at the end of your work week before you start your home life. To breathe again, schedule time at the end of your work day at the end of your work week before you start your home life to breathe because we don't have that commute time where we can sit in the park a lot or in the driveway or in front of the house we need that time so take take that time back so those are just some taylor's tip time tips so of course Have you been working on getting organized and feel like you need someone to guide you from start to finish by providing you with details needed to clear the clutter and get organized? Let's talk so I can share how you can get back on track and get organized with my virtual sessions. You just go to my contact page and schedule a free 15-minute session, no obligation. And afterwards, if you want to work with me further, we offer a variety of virtual coaching sessions that can help meet your needs. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed like you can't manage work, you can't manage business, you can't manage life. Let me help you. I work with clients so that they can manage their time to get things done without feeling stressed or burned out. Create a life so you can have time to do all that you want to do without feeling overwhelmed. Click the link in the show page. Well, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you. For following me on social media. For your likes, your retweets, for your sharing. Please continue to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, as well as Instagram. Check out my Pinterest page. I've got all kinds of boards that can help you organize your life. From your paper, to your space, to your pets, to your brain, to your time. And of course, make sure you check out my YouTube channel as well. And, of course, ladies, if you are thinking of getting your life organized in the new year, don't get overwhelmed. Join my Facebook group, Living Life Totally Organized. It's a community of women supporting each other on their journey to living life that is totally organized and it's free. It's wonderful because group members, they support each other. They they throw in tips and hacks. When somebody organizes something or accomplishes something, the other members jump in and just say congratulations. I come on there, you know, and give my insight and, and share. And when somebody posts a photo, a question, or a video, I will come on and give them strategies on how they can tackle that space. So I encourage you to join. Well, of course, it is Toss It Tuesday time. I can hear you chanting. I can hear you shouting. And I would like for you to clear the clutter in your bedroom just tackle that bedroom because I want you to start a new year off in one space in your home where there isn't any stuff. So whether you got to do the dresser, whether you got to do the chair or the exercise bike, clear the clutter in your bedroom. App Suggestion is calm. A lot of um, employers are for that. So use that in the new year. And of course, check out my Amazon shop. And maybe think about getting some command centers. It could be your command center could be just a couple of hooks. Your command center could be a bin, a basket to put things in as they come in the house. Or you want to take things out the house. Or the command center could be calendars and schedules and things like that. But think about that so you can stay focused on what you need to focus on in the new year. And of course, my book selection for this week is simple over abundance so my quote for this week is the greatest gift is to live content with little Plato the greatest gift is to live content with little Plato well I definitely want to thank you for listening And be sure to share this podcast with your family, friends, and on your social media network. Again, let me know you enjoy listening to this podcast by leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening on. And be sure to visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. So until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day, an organized week. And I definitely want you to have a happy and a healthy new year organization is a quintessential element of a clutter-free life join me as we take this journey together along the way we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get
1: Organized.